Hey Upper East Siders, welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work. It is I, Shannon, the dark side of this podcast. Abby's feeling a little bit unwell, not okay, not not good. She's not great. She's not good today. So unfortunately, she is not going to be able to record, but we wanted to keep the train rolling. We didn't want to miss another week. So it was either me doing it solo or no one doing it. I don't know which is worse, but I guess you guys can let me know what you think. <laughs> Anyways, um, she'll be back next week and we'll return to our regular scheduled programming. If you're new here, follow us on Instagram, drinksafterwork underscore TikTok, drinksafterwork. Follow us on Spotify, subscribe on Apple, give us five-star rating and review. Sorry, this is usually the part Abby does. So if I'm not perfect at it, bear with me. But anyways, baddies, I am doing fine. Things are progressing well. I had a nice relaxing weekend. I don't know if you remember for those who have been paying attention, but my goal for 2021 or 2022, sorry, has been to relax, to unwind a little bit, slow it down, to say no to more things, say less, say yes to less. So that's kind of what I'm working on right now. This past weekend, I literally hung out with my family. I didn't do anything. I was barely online and I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to succumb to peer pressure. So if a friend texted me and was like, let's do this, let's do that. I was like, no, I'm going to sit here watching TV and doing nothing. And it was honestly fabulous. I feel like people don't realize how much they need just like a break from just like a break from running around. Um, I think that towards the end of 2021, I just was so used to not to be extremely dramatic, but in a sense, living out of a suitcase. And I was always staying either at my sister's, I was traveling for work, I was traveling for my personal life. And I would go like five or six days without sleeping in my own bed at a time. And it just kind of started to feel like a little disconnected. Like I didn't have a routine. I didn't have like a skincare routine down. I wasn't able to like, I don't know, it sounds so weird, but I wasn't able to like look at my clothes in the morning, pick an outfit out and just like feel like I had something stable to kind of get me through the day. It's so weird because I feel like as humans, you see those girls that are constantly waking up every morning and they have like a whole routine and they make their matcha and they do this and they do that. And I've never considered myself to be one of those girls, but I feel like towards the end of 2021, I realized how much I was just craving that. I was like, I want to have like some sort of structure in my life and just feel a little more connected with my friends, my family, and feel like I can give more to people. So that's kind of been my goal. Um, I started it off this weekend and it was, it was really, really nice. I (laughs) was at my parents' house. So it was me, my parents, my sister, they have a dog and a cat. I have two black cats and my sister has a cat that she just got. So we literally had four cats like running around the house. It was insane, but super, super fun. <laughs> um, and also I feel like there is definitely something wrong with me because by Monday, I was like, I had the day off Monday. I literally was aching to do something. I was like, all right, I got to get out. I got to hang out with my friends. Like I want to go somewhere. And then I was like, no, Shannon, just like chill a little bit. It's going to be okay. But anyways, we're here now. We made it. Peter, how was, how was your weekend? Uh, it was a cool weekend. Like I was telling you, I actually had the night off on Friday. So instead of DJing, I was ex- <clears throat> excuse me, I was able to go out and, well, actually I still went out. I didn't do what you did. <laughs> Definitely didn't relax, didn't relax, but I got to support some other of my DJ friends, which Aww. I don't usually get the chance to do. So it was nice seeing them play That's and so hanging fun. out with them. Yeah. 
Um, so we've had a ton of stuff happening in the celeb world. I feel like since the new year, it's been pretty crazy. Um, first off is every single person on this planet and their mother and their brother and their sister and their dad knows that MGK and Megan Fox are engaged. I saw the funniest thing the other day. Um, someone was like every single bit of information I know about MGK and Megan Fox has been without my consent. And I'm like, that's so true. I feel like it gets shoved in your face. Like even if you don't follow them, like you're seeing all of the intricate details of their love life. Some of it is cute. Some of it's disturbing, but I feel like we all just kind of know at this I point. I feel like the only thing I saw of it is that he looks like a Foot Locker employee. <laughs> <laughs> That's that the only the, thing I've seen about the like engagement. When, when the Foot Locker employee finds like the shoes that were sold out in your size and it's her yeah. like gasping. <laughs> it was way too relatable. People have way too much time on their hands, but it's also hilarious. So good, good for whoever mm. found that. Um, but yeah, so obviously... He proposes to her. It was under the tree where they fell in love or whatever. Big proposal. We've all seen it at this point. The ring was huge. And I think my main thing is I, I've i said this for a while now. The couple kind of confuses me. I don't know if I should like them. I don't know if I should hate them. I don't know if I like their their vibe. Like it's a little it's a little dark and I understand like human condition, super dark, whatever. I think it gets like a little creepy sometimes but anyways she posted the instagram and it's this whole cute caption at the end it's something about them drinking each other's blood i don't know if she was trying to be like ironic or if that was true i was a little concerned about it um whatever i tried to just move on with my life saw the cap uh, saw the ring itself so the ring basically is he had it custom made and it's two rings kind of interloped into one making like the shape of what he calls like an obscure heart. So it's both of their birthstones. So a diamond and a, an emerald. So convenient that one of their birthstones was a diamond. Cause if I got an engagement ring that didn't have at least like one diamond on it, I'd be kind of pissed off, mm. but whatever. So, um, kind of like a cute concept. The thing that I thought was a little weird though. So he, um, said that the thing that like held it together, like the band was actually thorns and that, it's supposed to, it's like designed to hurt if she takes it off. Oh. I read that somewhere and I was like, I don't know if that's actually true. Cause I feel like most girls take their rings off to like, I don't know, like do housework. But then I was also like, Megan Fox probably doesn't do housework. So maybe she doesn't have to take it off. I don't know. I actually just, this kind of reminds me, although it's a little off topic, but I just had this conversation with my friends this weekend. What? is the situation between what you're wearing with engagement rings and wedding bands. Do you wear your engagement ring for just the time you're engaged or do you continue wearing it after you're married? Okay, so basically... <laughs> I'm sure your listeners probably don't already know the answer. Boys are so you guys have any guy listeners... So basically, <laughs> when you get engaged, you wear an engagement ring. Yeah. And then you, the wedding band is what you put on when you get married, and you put it over your engagement ring. So, like, they stack. Oh, okay. So then, like, for the rest of eternity... Um, you wear like your engagement ring and your wedding band as a girl. And then as a guy, you only have the band because you don't have an engagement okay. ring. Cause we're all like, do you just wear your engagement ring and then just swap it out <laughs> with your wedding band? And then the engagement ring just like goes in. Like, right. Like the $20,000 engagement ring yeah, just like, like kind of doesn't do anything. Yeah. Oh, that would be, imagine if people only wore their engagement rings for a few months. That'd be such a waste of money. Well, good to know. Good to um, know. Like I said, I'm sure all your listeners already knew that. No, but. that's like cute. You know, what's fun though is sometimes I feel like, girls don't realize that guys just don't know this shit. Like, I feel like we're like cut clarity, like whatever. And guys are like, what the fuck yeah, is that? That's like, going all over I my don't, head. 
Yeah, like there's definitely just like a whole world of things. And my boyfriend says that to me sometimes because obviously he looks at engagement rings every now and then. Um, and he's like, there's just like a whole world that like as a guy, you don't know until you actually start doing research on it. Mm. So mm-hmm. very, very interesting. But yeah, MGK, Megan Fox. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't know about them. I don't know if... I don't want to say this because it's like kind of fucked up. Anyone that's engaged, I hope you make it down the aisle. I wish you the best. But there's a part of me where I'm like, is this relationship sustainable? Like we we can't forget the fact that I'm pretty sure she just signed her divorce papers. Like she was just married. I don't know. I just, I feel like it's all happening very fast. It's like this whirlwind, tantric, love cycle, whatever. Like her stupid caption a few weeks ago. I don't know if I think it's like the most sustainable. It kind of reminds me of how I felt about my boyfriend when I was like a sophomore in high school and he was like my first love and I was obsessed with him and he could do no wrong. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting. But anyways, do you think I- they're just like that for show though. Like, do you think they're only explicit on social media? <laughs> in front yeah. of paparazzi? Imagine like when the cameras on on them, they're actually just like sitting there, like watching real housewives could be I don't and know. just like hanging out we'll and never it's not know. this like intense thing. It's so true. You have to realize how much of what happens, I guess, on camera and like what we see is actually true. So that's a really good point. Like they're probably trying to overdo the whole like angsty, intense love thing because they know that people are obsessed with it right now. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good point. Um, I also don't know what Megan Fox's deal is because I feel like every time I see her, she's looking more and more like a Kardashian. Like she posted an Instagram, like a photo dump the other day and it was a bunch of pictures of her and then a bunch of pictures of MGK with her where he looked like, I don't know, just like weird. I don't know. I don't really get the attraction with him, but whatever. That's a whole other subject for another day. But she literally looked like Kim Kardashian. And I feel like every time someone starts hanging out with the Kardashians, they start to look like them. And I'm like, Megan, you are one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen in my life. I always looked up to her. I always wanted to look like her. And I'm like, why are you trying to look like a Kardashian? Like be Megan Fox, be you, because every single person out there wants to be you. So like, don't go trying to look like fucking Courtney and Kim and Chloe and whoever else. Anyways, Jamie Lynn Spears was on (laughs) call her daddy. Um, this is another thing that I feel like a lot of people have listened to this episode. I feel like, I feel like Alex Cooper is taking on a total like Barbara Walters vibe right now. I feel like she's having some serious guests on. I kind of like it. Like I Mm -hmm. like, I like the deviation because as much as she is (laughs) fucking hilarious, I do think that she's a very intelligent person and like is becoming a good interviewer. So I thought the interview was good. I thought it was suspenseful. I know that we put a poll up on our Instagram and there were some people that were like not agreeing with the fact that she had Jamie Lynn on the podcast, but I listened to it and I honestly thought it was a really good interview. Um, Did you listen, Peter? I did not. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely long. So it's over an hour and it's part one of two. So part two has not come out yet where I think that part two is going to get a lot more into like the conservatorship and the free Britney movement and all that stuff. So We haven't heard like the real like meat of it yet, but Mm. basically for those of you that haven't listened, I would definitely give it a listen. If nothing more, like if you're not a fan fan of Jamie Lynn Spears or if you don't really know the situation, I think it is important to have some level of empathy Mm -hmm. to everyone in a situation. And I guess what I mean by that is going into the interview, to be completely honest, I think there was a part of me that was like, I don't know how I feel about Jamie Lynn. Like, I don't know if I feel like she supported Britney enough, et cetera. But hearing that girl kind of open up just about her childhood. So essentially, Jamie 
Lynn was 10 years younger than Britney Spears, I believe. So she's like, I was an accident. Like I was not a planned pregnancy. My parents did not plan on having another child. Like they were done after Britney. Wow. So she talks about all the ways in her life that she's like, I felt insignificant. Like I felt like I didn't matter. And when she said that, it kind of hit me where I was like, that never even occurred to me. You know what I mean? Because obviously, I mean, she, Jamie Lynn had Zoe 101 and she had her like acting gigs and stuff, but everything was always about Britney and about what was happening to Britney. And the whole episode of Call Her Daddy, I just kept thinking about how, wow, like I can't, I can't imagine like your whole life just feeling like you're being overlooked and no one really cares about how you're feeling. And she talks about like, you know, the episode where Brittany, you know, shaved her head and she was like staying at a friend's house and her friend saw it online and was like, Hey, like Jamie Lynn, did you see this? And that was her first time hearing about her sister doing that. And she's like, my parents were out of town. Cause obviously they were comforting Brittany. They were with Brittany. I'm at a friend's house. I want to cry. I'm trying to act like everything's okay. My friends were kind of being like bitchy. They were like, Hey, did you see this? Like kind of being nosy. And she's like, and I just had to kind of just sit there all night and like suck it up. And all I wanted to do was just cry and like run home. Wow. And that just made me feel so like sad for her. And it made me realize that like, we really just don't as viewers understand the full story. Like we don't really know what's happening behind closed doors with any of these like celebrity families with any celebrity or any person, honestly, you just don't know really what's going on in someone's life. So while I am interested in to know like about what's going on now with the conservatorship and like how that, I guess, includes Jamie, Jamie Lynn. And if she was involved and if she does support Brittany, like all those things, I do think her whole childhood just leading up to this point and like how she was treated just like made me, made me realize that, you know, there should be some level of compassion for her too. And like what she went through because Brittany wasn't the only one going through all of that. Like, obviously she was the one that all those things were happening too. But when something like that happens, it affects the whole family. Mm -hmm. And also just like getting pregnant at 16. I thought about that and I was like, holy shit. I couldn't imagine having to go through that at 16. That's insane. But did you know that, that, that Brittany's little sister got pregnant when she was like, 16 years old. I did not. I'm not well versed on. You didn't watch Zoe 101, Peter? <laughs> no, actually, I didn't. I didn't have a like big cable. Big as a cable. Kid. <laughs> yeah. So I had just the basic stuff. Yeah. And that was tough. Although I, I occasionally caught it when I were at friend's house every now and then. I feel like. Um, that was a high school, right? I think it was. I'm trying to remember because it was like iCarly, Zoe 101. There was all Victorious. There was all those shows that I like loved. But that was supposed to take place at a high school, but it looked like it was like an elite. College, yeah, yeah, right? like Pacific Coast <laughs> High School or some shit. I think it was supposed to be some like nice high school in California. I don't know. I remember like wanting to be those kids. I was like, oh, I want to go to like a really dope boarding school too. It always seems so cool. Yeah. But yeah, so pregnant at 16, and I guess like every single like they brought their whole like team in and the parents didn't even, they weren't even really there for Jamie Lynn when this happened. And the whole team was like convincing her, like you need to get rid of the baby. You need to have an abortion. Oh here's why, here's a number to a Actually, doctor. Now you say that, I think I do remember that. Crazy. Yeah. And she ended up kind of keeping the baby and she talks about how like that was the one area of her life where she felt like she was able to have some control. And she was like, I'm not going to relinquish my control in this one area. Cause she was like, I feel like I had no control over anything else that came with my life and I wanted to make this decision because I wanted to keep this baby, which mm -hmm. I thought was just very, very cool and insane to think about as a 16 year old. But anyways, so part two is going to be coming out. I'm definitely going to be tuning into that. Um, 
Kylie Jenner is officially the first woman to reach 300 million Instagram followers. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> kudos to Kylie. She is the third most followed account on Instagram. Selena Gomez and Ariana Grande both have 289 million. So they're actually behind Kylie. And then Cristiano Ronaldo has 391 million. I think that's fucking insane that he still has 91 million people more than Kylie Jenner. It just goes to show that like, maybe people in other parts of the world just really don't give a fuck as much as America does. <laughs> but to put it into perspective, as of 2020, there are 329.5 million people in the US. So it's crazy to think that basically every single Almost person every in, the country, or yes, in the country yeah. like follows her. Well, not yeah. that everyone in America has Instagram, but if they all did, they would basically all follow her. I think that's insane. And it's probably mostly like, I feel like the bump that she's gotten recently, no pun intended, is because of the, is she pregnant? Is she not pregnant? Does she have the baby? Does she not have the baby? Is she keeping it a secret? Her nails changing. I'm honestly just like a little over it at this point. I don't know. I feel like I have always been a Kylie supporter since day one. Younger sister, her older sister, Kendall became supermodel. Her older sisters were all doing all this dope shit. She got her lips filled. She was a little insecure about it. Like I, I was a, a Kylie supporter. I was like, I get, I get it girl. I like it. I like what she's doing. And I feel like I've kind of always supported her. Like I supported her when she hid her pregnancy in 2017, 2018. She uploaded the super emotional video of you know, the pregnancy and Stormy being born and this whole magical thing. I remember I cried. I, I watched it with my best friend, Anna, and I cried. I was like, wow, this is just so emotional. This is so crazy. And I liked it. I liked Kylie when she was going through her like friendship stage with Stassi. I liked that era of like, where these like fun, you know, rich single girls who are in our early twenties and they all were matching outfits and they're going on girls trips and like doing all this dope shit together. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. Like, cool for once celebrities are being fun. So I've always kind of supported her, I think until recently. And it's not just the whole, you know, Travis Scott concert thing, mm -hmm. which obviously I also have my own opinions about, but it's, I just think that the whole, like trying to like hide things to like keep us engaged in her life. And it's not like she's hiding. And I'm sure there's people that are like, she's hiding things cause it's her own private moment and her private, like private pregnancy. No, she's not hiding her pregnancy because she wants privacy. She is the least private person I've seen in my entire life. They put everything on the internet and they want everything on the internet. They want all the fame, all the attention all the time. I think that she intentionally tries to make things private because she wants people like us to be like, oh my God, is she or isn't she? Is she pregnant? Did she have the baby? Did she not? Oh my gosh, when's it gonna be due? What, what's happening? What's, oh my God, we're freaking out. What's the name? Like she wants that level of hype. So she intentionally tries to create these like weird secrets and then she'll drop weird Insta like Easter eggs, like having different nail colors in two different days so that people are like questioning if she's pregnant or not. And honestly, it's just making me kind of annoyed. Like it was cute the first time she did it, but I'm like, dude, I think we're a little over it. Like I feel used and I just don't really like feeling used. And I just think that like, I don't know. I think I'm just like over Kylie Jenner and I don't understand why we need to keep talking about her. Here I am talking <laughs> yeah, I about her. <laughs> How long do you think she's been doing that for? Honestly? Like when, when the first uh, rumblings of, of like the nail color, cause I think I heard the nail color was like the first thing. Was that the back nail, in December? Yeah. I mean, she's like hid shit on and off for like years. Oh, right. Okay. But in terms of like the most recent thing. So 
honestly, I think it was like the summer, maybe it was like July or August. And there was like some TikTok account that basically noticed that on Kim's birthday or someone's birthday, I don't fucking know. Mm -hmm. There was like a little, like there was like a snapshot of like her nails really quick. Like Kylie's nails are written in Like, let's say they were orange. And then she had posted like a picture later that day that was supposed to be from that day, but her nails were a different color in it. And obviously your nails can't like change shapes and colors like Mm -hmm. within the same day. Um, unless you just got them done. So everyone was like, she posted this picture that day where she didn't look pregnant, but like she was obviously probably pregnant in like the actual like real time. Okay. It was just such a crazy assumption to make, like having nothing else to base that off of except for nail color, I think is fucking insane. But anyways, I don't understand internet sleuths. I never (laughs) will. I appreciate them because they figure shit out, but that kind of started this whole thing. And then all these crazy TikTokers like went off and they were like, she's obviously pregnant. So then a few, um, like she kept posting pictures of herself, like looking, you know, not pregnant and posting like videos and stuff. But everyone was like, this is pre-recorded. This is from months ago. This isn't now. So eventually like a few weeks later, she came forward and was like, all right, yes, like I'm pregnant, but she didn't say what the due date was or anything like that. So the whole speculation now is that she's already had the baby and then she's hiding that and pretending like she's still pregnant, but she actually had the baby. Wow. But then the other day she posted a picture like of herself, which looked like it was in real time where she was wearing this like bubblegum pink bodysuit and she definitely looks pregnant in it. But it's like, was that taken a while ago? I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's insane. But like people are just so obsessed with knowing. And in the end of the day, like let's say she had the baby, people are gonna be like, okay, cool. She had the baby and they're gonna move on. But the more that she can like drag it out of like, did she have it or didn't she? The more that she's gonna gain followers, people are gonna be obsessed. They're gonna be buying her stuff. Like she's at like the forefront of everyone's mind. And that's the goal, which I guess is kind of genius of her. So I don't like, I don't disagree with her tactics. I'm just personally a little annoyed by it, Mm -hmm. but like, I I also respect it. (laughs) I feel that. But yeah, anyways, speaking of annoying celebrities, so I need to understand what's going on. And Peter, I don't know if you've seen this or not. I feel like every single time I go onto Instagram, I see a celebrity that I follow posting like a selfie of themselves crying. I haven't. You haven't seen seen it? Okay, so maybe it's just like- Do you you know any (laughs) names off the top of your head? There's this girl I follow and- I actually kind of know her, so I don't want to name drop her and be a bitch. She has like 400,000 followers or something like that. She's out in LA. Um, But she like posted like a photo dump or whatever of a bunch of photos. And the third photo is her. She just finished her book and it's her like crying. Like there's like tears like streaming down her face. And there's a ton of other celebrities that have been noticing lately who have been doing this. Like obviously like the Bella Thorns and those people always do that shit. But like people that I would think are normal, just posting photos of themselves crying. And the caption will always be like, hey, like this is me at my lowest, just to show that like, you know, things only like aren't always as they seem online. Girls who seem like they have it all together. This is really what's happening in the background and in the shadows, etc." I don't know. I mean, I feel like I've seen an uptick of it like the past like two months or so. And I feel like I saw it a ton over the past week, but I'm just like very confused by it. I feel like the point is celebrities are these like weird creatures. And I feel like they're trying to like prove to people like, look at me, like I'm a human and like I cry too. And like, I have bad days. And I feel like they're trying to like 
do that thing where they're like, here I am at my lowest point. And like, I'm one of you too. It's okay. You're not alone. I'm here. But to be honest, as a, I guess, consumer and someone who is a normal person and sees that shit, I can't help but think like, I've never seen something that is less relatable in my entire life because a normal person when they're crying and having a bad day and they're ugly crying and there's snot everywhere and their eyes are puffy like they're not going to be like let me pull out my fucking phone (laughs) and let me document this for the whole world to see because it's just like it's embarrassing like I don't want to show my weaknesses to people and I feel like that's the difference like a celebrity wants to show people like I'm human but I feel like a human being doesn't need to like post a picture of themselves crying to prove that they're human yeah you know what I mean I feel like if you're having like a full breakdown like you are at your lowest point the first thing going through your head isn't to pull out your phone and take a picture of yourself yeah like you're gonna like dwell in your own emotions like you're not gonna I don't like it it feels like it's selfish yes exactly like just do your thing you don't need to like you know make content out of every single aspect of your life exactly like there there needs to be like some i feel like some moments that we need to just like i don't know just take and enjoy and not feel like we have to document i think it was like dove cameron who did it recently i was like trying to find it but i think like you said, Peter, I almost feel like it's self-centered and kind of a attention seeking. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was in high school and <laughs> there was this girl that I went to high school with and I was friends with her at the time. And I feel like when I was in high school, I was like, what, 15, 16, 17, I probably didn't notice and like couldn't articulate what attention seeking behavior was at the time. Cause I was a kid, but she always, always, we would go to a party or we could even be at school hanging out with a group of people. And if the attention wasn't on her, like if someone else was the center of the room and everyone was talking to someone else and she wasn't included in the conversation, all of a sudden she would like go sulk in the corner. She would like just sit there and look like really miserable and down. And she was just like, so like as if something horrible just happened and I'd always run up to her and I'd be like, oh my God, let's say her name is Jill. I was like, Jill, what's wrong? Like, are you okay? And she'd be like, yeah, I just, I feel like just so like anxious and like upset. And like, she would bring something random up, like random up. Like let's say her and her boyfriend broke up three weeks ago, but like she would been fine about it. She'd like bring that up and be like, I just like, you know, I just thought of him and like, I can't even handle it. And I would feel so bad. And I was like, oh my God, Jill, I'm so sorry. Like we'll figure this out together. And then like a week later, the same shit would happen. Like she wouldn't be the center of attention and all of a sudden she'd be off sulking and she had this like whole like scene vibe like dear diary like type vibe going and it took me so long to identify but I remember eventually I was like oh my god she isn't sulking because she's upset or because something is going wrong like she's literally upset because other people are getting attention and she isn't and she thinks that if she acts like sad that people are going to give her that attention. And here I am like a fucking idiot, like enforcing, reinforcing that and going over to her every single time being yeah, like, Oh well, my God, know. it's going to be okay. Yeah. Which I guess it'd be bitchy if I didn't do that. Cause she was my friend, but moral of the story, I feel like the people like the whole Instagram world that we're in, it's all just so self-centered and all about like, how do I get the most attention? Like I'm going to post a picture of myself in a bikini and like, okay, I still don't have enough attention. So I'm going to post a picture of me crying and maybe that'll get more attention. If if that doesn't, then I'm going to post like an Instagram reel of myself crying and like, (laughs) or I'm going to go live and start crying on live and hopefully people will like me then. It's like, so 
I don't know. I feel like I don't even know how we got to this point, like in society. I would say TikTok might even be making that worse too. True. I feel like it's so easy for people to post content on that. And that I feel like there's even more people competing for attention. And it is kind of has the stigma of like, you know, just raw anything goes kind of stuff. So like, honestly, sometimes like the stuff that people post on TikTok is like, do you really want to be posting that online? (laughs) Yeah. No, sometimes I see shit and I'm like, and I get it right. Like uh, obviously people, the whole idea of like being a sellout, you want to do things for views or for likes or whatever. I do understand that. But to your point, I'm like, are you going to look back on that and be like, oh, I really wish I didn't share that. Or I really wish I didn't post that. I feel like there's a lot of people that don't that aren't thinking about that right now because they're just so obsessed with like being, you know, the funniest or the coolest or the grossest or mm-hmm. whatever it is. And they're not thinking like, is this actually what I want to be put out there yeah. right now? And I don't know. I think with TikTok too, there's just like obsession. Like someone will put out, I don't know, TikTok started with the dancers, right? Like everyone was just kind of dancing, swinging their hips around, whatever. And now I feel like there's just so many different ways you can use TikTok. And like one girl will post, okay, well, I'm going to post a video of me doing something, you know, funny. And then another girl's like, I have to be funnier. And then the next girl's like, I have to be funnier. Mm. And then it just gets so convoluted. And then there's a girl posting a video of herself traveling. And then the next girl posts a video of herself traveling to somewhere better. And then all of a sudden you're following all these girls that you know, live in New York city or live in Miami and have these great lives. And you're sitting there feeling like shit about yourself. And, and then you post a picture and then you post a picture of you crying on Instagram. Yeah. So then you're like, shitty. you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to post a picture of myself fucking crying on Instagram. And full circle. And then I'm hoping that a bunch of people will reply back being like, oh my God, thank you for being so vulnerable or the best one. Oh my God, you, you're such a pretty crier. Like even when you're at your most like darkest, deepest, most vulnerable self, you're still so beautiful. Like, and people are just, you know, they're eating that up yeah. because actually like actual sad people don't fucking post that they're sad Mm -hmm. like they're just sad they just are sad (laughs) they don't need to probably notice it by the lack of posting exactly yeah when a celebrity is actually upset they're probably not posting on social media the exact opposite (laughs) so fucking true but yeah it's just an obsession and i remember this girl so when i first started at my job my manager told me she was like my mom always told me there will always be someone that's better than you and prettier than you and she was like saying it and she was like when I first heard my mom say that I was like wow that's like not that nice but the more (laughs) I thought about it it's kind of comforting because if you can just accept the fact that there's people out there that are going to be more talented than you funnier than you prettier than you like it's gonna it's gonna make you feel hopefully a little bit better and maybe you take some of that pressure off yourself for sure speaking of TikTok though um so this past weekend when I was doing absolutely nothing. I did end up guilt watching Addison Ray's movie. I'm not proud of that. Um, it wasn't like a high in my life. I probably wouldn't admit to it if I was in front of like people that I wouldn't want to admit to it to. Um, so you're just going to publicly, publicly declare it. On I'm just going to publicly declare it here and just hope <laughs> that none of my friends or family is listening. But yeah, so Addison Ray came out with this movie, He's All That. It's like a spinoff of She's All That. Um, it came out a few months ago, and I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to watch it. I could watch something critically acclaimed, but that's not me. It's not who I am. I like to watch stupid things. So research. You're doing research. I'm doing research because I have a podcast, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm a professional. <laughs> so <laughs> honestly, I was watching it, and I was like, why do so many people hate this girl? I feel like Addison Ray gets so much hate. 
And I don't know. I mean, the movie wasn't great. Like I don't, (laughs) I don't by any means think it was like a critically acclaimed film or anything. And I do like the original more, but I actually thought that she was super cute. Like I thought her character was believable. I thought she had a little funny moments. I feel like it was kind of like a spoof of herself. Like the character that she plays is this like influencer who almost like makes it seem like her life is perfect. Like she, you know, she'll wake up in the morning and like put a thin layer of makeup on and then pretend like she's just waking up before she takes her videos. So her viewers think that she always looks perfect. So it was kind of funny. I feel like it was an ode to herself a little bit, but I kind of weirdly thought she was a good actress. And I was like, damn, because it's just insane to think that this all started with TikTok, like her just posting videos of herself dancing on TikTok. And now she's literally making movies. I think that's just like fucking crazy. Mm. I don't know. But good for her. I thought it was interesting. But what I thought was interesting is I went on her Instagram after because I was like, I want to see like what the reaction was to this movie. And what I noticed was that people are so just like divided about everything these days. I saw like two people comment being like, this movie was just so great. Like you're so talented. I think it was better than the original. It was just like hilarious. And then the next comment was, this movie was disgusting. It was disgrace. I can't believe that they would just like disgrace the original like that. The original was a work of art. This was horrible. And everyone was just like so passionate one way or the other. And it made me realize like if I was a celebrity, I'd probably read my comments and be like, I don't know what the fuck makes people happy. (laughs) Like I saw a TikTok the other day too of, I don't even know. It was like Bella Hadid walking in some fashion show. And she is like walking down the runway and I thought she looked fucking awesome. And I thought she did a great job, but I was looking at the comments and it was kind of hilarious because people like one person commented and they were like, Bella is giving absolutely nothing with this walk. Like (laughs) so despicable. And then the next person was like, I think this was Bella's most iconic walk to date. Like she looked amazing. She did such a great job and people were just so passionate about Bella's walk, like how she did in this walk. And they were like jumping on one side or the other. And I was like, what the fuck? Like people literally disagree on every single thing. And it's like funny because you'd think that the way that humans work, like if I see a girl and I'm like, wow, that girl's beautiful. You'd think that it would be objective. Like, okay, everyone's like, yeah, like that's a pretty girl, Yeah, but it's not true. I like, I look at podcast reviews and like one person could be like, this podcast is so fun. Love the host. And the next person is like, this host fucking sucks. And I'm like, how could two people like literally disagree so passionately one way or the other? And it just kind of made me realize you can't really make everyone happy. I feel like you have to put something out there and you have to accept the fact that a lot of people are going to really, really hate it. And no matter how good you get or how amazing you are, or even if you're fucking Bella Hadid and you are a runway model and you're beautiful and skinny and do everything right. Like there's still going to be people out there saying that your walk is giving them nothing. So I feel like you're only going to hear it from the overly passionate ones too. Like on one spec, one side of the other spectrum. That's so true. Like you were middle of the road about Addison Rae, but like, you're like, it's nothing to write home about, but I also wouldn't say it was the worst movie I've ever seen. That's a great point. And like, do you comment on stuff like that? Like Wait. if you see a celebrity's Instagram, you're not commenting, right? Like mm. you're not a commenter. Oh, you not do? Really. Peter. So, well, sometimes with, like, with musicians and stuff, okay. if they post like tracks, I'm like, oh shit. Okay. Know. So I guess that's different, but it's because it's your passion, right? Like you're mm-hmm. you're posting about your passion. But like if I see a picture of Addison Ray 
and she just like launched her movie. I'm not commenting being like, Addison, your movie sucked. Cause like, I don't think I'll, if, if I ever have anything bad to say about something, I'll never post it. Yeah, no, like, exactly. It's just not worth it. It's just like so interesting because I think that Abby and I actually talk about this all the time. Like we're not commenting on influencers posts unless we know them personally. We're mm-hmm. not commenting on celebrities pictures. We're not commenting on TikToks even really. Like I'm not that person. I could have an opinion. Like I could see Bella walk down the runway and she could look fucking amazing but I'm not going to comment and be like, oh my gosh, like Bella did so great with her walk. Because in my mind, I'm just be like, oh wow, she's amazing and scroll on to the next yeah. video. So I feel like taking that time to comment, like you said, probably means that you're like one of those very passionate people mm. and you have to let everyone know how you feel. True. But yeah. Um, anyways, so guys, before we wrap up, I wanted to do the product spotlight. I feel like we haven't done this in a few weeks since we've been back, since we had our guest last week. But um for myself. So this one is very, very near and dear to me. Oh, by the way, for those of you that don't remember what the product spotlight is, Abby and I are incorporating this in not every single week, but we want to make sure that we're giving you guys recommendations for, um, products that we like. Could be beauty products, hair products. It honestly could be, you know, clothes, websites, anything that we really feel like adds to our day-to-day lives. Another thing that we're really, really big on is we, in this particular segment are not talking about brands that we have any sort of like sponsorships or partnerships with or anything that we get sent. We really want this to be our true opinion and advice that we have. So the product that I have is the jet lag mask by summer Fridays. This is literally a lifesaver. I love it so much. I tell every single person in my life about it and I've gotten one for so many people because if you're someone that likes to travel a lot like me and you're particularly into skincare, I feel like when you're on an airplane, it literally destroys your skin. Like I feel like I get off a long flight and my skin feels so dry. I feel myself breaking out. The jet lag mask straight up is is for that. Like I wouldn't wear it every single night because it is pretty heavy duty. So it's like a face cream. And if you put it on every night before bed, I feel like that would be kind of like a bit much. But if you're feeling like your skin is super dehydrated and just like going through it and having a rough month or you know, you have dry skin because of the winter. I would just like lather this on your face before bed and wake up and your skin is just going to feel like so buttery and smooth and hydrated. So I love this. I think it's awesome. You can find it at Sephora. You can also find it on their website, but it's awesome. And also like it comes, it's a little pricey, but it comes in a pretty big tube and I've had mine for like four months now and I still have a ton of it left. So definitely worth it. You put it on, on the plane or after? After, oh, I guess okay. you could do it on the plane, <laughs> but then you have like the whole mask situation going on with the plane. So, uh, yeah. so like that you're like putting it out. on and then you have a mask and it's like sticking to your face, which yeah. like isn't the cutest look, that but yes, great. when you land after a flight, put it on before bed and you'll wake up feeling amazing. There you go. But yeah, anyways, that's all I had for you guys this week. I wanted to keep it a little short because I don't think anyone should have to listen to me talk for for too long i actually have no idea how long i just talked for so if it was for too long sorry about that abby will be back in next week so if you hated this episode don't stop listening to the podcast she'll be back all will be fine but thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of drinks after work subscribe on apple follow us on spotify follow us on instagram follow us on tiktok we've started posting more it's actually been kind of cute love you baddies toodles